Hey everyone, and welcome to Scrambling with Dylan Otto, a podcast where the listeners can hear, learn, and laugh about my life in the golf world and other numerous topics with guests on the show. Tune in every week for insight and enjoy the show. Hello everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Scrambling with Dylan Otto, featuring San Jose State golfer Antonia Malate. Welcome. Hi. Hi, thank you for having me. Absolutely. So glad to get you on the podcast here and get to know you and just kind of, you know, your golf journey and stuff. But first, I, you know, how have things been lately with you and kind of, you know, on break still a little bit? Yeah, everything's been good. I just got back from SoCal. I was there visiting my cousin after the tournament I played in Arizona. Yeah. And, you know, the weather hasn't been great, but just been hanging out and spending time with family. So good, good. I mean, I'm glad that you're able to, you know, spend time with family. Congratulations on winning, you know, that the Patriot tournament in Arizona. That is a huge accomplishment. And uh, just congratulations on that. Thank you. Yeah, that's is so cool. You know, I, I just I love, you know, what, that tournament is just so special, I feel like. And, you know, we'll get into kind of you winning it and stuff later. But just congratulations on that. So it's a great way to start the year. Yeah, definitely. It felt great. Yeah, That's awesome. Well, you know, I'm glad that things are going well and you're enjoying the last bit of your, you know, of the winter break and stuff. But we'll get into the questions here. Where are you from and how'd you get into the game of golf? So I'm from Seaside, California, kind of near Pebble Beach and Monterey area. Um, My parents actually got me into golf and they played when I was younger and got me into it. But mainly my parents and the first tee were the big push for my game. Gotcha. Yeah. Monterey area. I mean, the weather and stuff has been pretty crazy in Monterey. You know, hopefully, you know, things will settle down for you a little bit over there. But it's really cool to be able to, you know, grow up with a family of golfers, you know, your parents and stuff being in the game and and first tee and stuff. That's, you know, that was kind of something I feel like kind of developed late a little bit later on, you know, so that it's really cool that that got you into the game as well and to have the help of that. Yeah, I think when I was in the program of First Tee when I was younger, I made a lot of friends through it. And a lot of the people that were my age actually went on to play high school, college um, from this area. So it's really cool to see all the people develop their games through that program. Absolutely. And I mean, I'm just, you know, obviously, you know, being from the Monterey, you being from the Monterey area, like the golf courses there are amazing. Like, what was it like growing up in Seaside and and like playing those amazing golf courses? Yeah, I mean, it's amazing. I grew up playing Bayonet Black Course, actually. Oh, yeah. Street from my house. Yeah. Um, Tough course, for sure. Oh, Um, my gosh. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So I think just playing these really good courses never made me never want to leave, basically, because of how good they were. And I mean, I in high school, I actually was a junior merit out at MPCC. Wow. Yeah. So I got to really, really get a nice glimpse of the golf courses in this area (laughs) oh my gosh that is so cool to be able to have that kind of access to a course like mpcc and i mean that they're going you know through crazy stuff with weather there and stuff but it's a that is so cool to be able to have something like that at such a young age and playing bayonet black course or tough golf courses too i mean those are no joke um but kind of talk about your high school days maybe your junior career a little bit you know where'd you go to high school and you know what what kind of scores were you shooting at you know a younger age 
So in high school, I went to Stevenson in Pebble Beach, so uh, right up the street from MPCC. So it was perfect for me. I got to go there after school every day. And then Spyglass was our home course. Oh, my gosh. I was blessed for sure. Yeah. Um, I think in high school, for as far as my golf game, I mean, I felt like I had a lot of potential to go further. I just needed to find the right fit for um, a swing coach. And I was just kind of in that developmental stage where I just needed to figure everything out. And um, I think that I knew I had a lot of potential to play college golf, but I wasn't for sure in the beginning. So I think the harder I worked, the more I had the chance to basically go and play college golf. Um, I mean, I wasn't shooting the best score, so it was up to the college coach kind of trusting in me that I was going to get better. But I mean, I was shooting in the 70s, so I was there and I just needed to keep getting better and better from up there. So I mean, that's I mean, being able to shoot 70s in high school at those Monterey courses up. I mean, that that's I people nowadays can barely shoot 70s and they're, you know, grown adults. So I mean, yeah. you, you definitely were doing something right, you know, in junior golf and high school golf. And I, that is just so cool to, you know, you t- I talked to a lot of people that, you know, play golf courses that a lot of people I haven't really heard of, you know, but you are playing golf courses like that. It is so cool in high yeah. school and stuff. And, um, but yeah, it's just really cool though, that to be able to have that access and, um, you know, to kind of develop through your years in high school. And I'm really curious about, you know, junior tournaments outside of high school. I'm sure, you know, you played in, you know, local stuff as well. You know, what kind of organizations or tournaments were you playing in for your junior career? So mainly I stayed in Northern California for my junior career. I played in the NCGAs, which is kind of like the SCGAs, but in Northern California. Mm-hmm. And right. then the JTNCs, which is like the junior tour of um, North Northern California. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I mainly stayed in Northern California and, and I didn't play any AJGAs actually. So it was hard to get a lot of exposure with coaches, but I mean, for the coaches that were in California that I was looking at, it was... A little bit easier but as far as outside of california it was a bit harder yeah and and you know and i have i've had both men and women that you know play in the jtnc tournaments i mean there's a lot of good players in northern california and um i mean you, you were able you know to play in these local events and stuff like that because it's aggs are let's just put competitiveness to the side and stuff i mean they are expensive and to be able to get to are super hard i never played in one either so it's uh they're pretty intense but it's nice that you're able to you know jtnc tournaments and ncga they host a lot of good events so that's it it's really great that you're able to get in those tournaments and you know be able to get the exposure still yeah totally yeah i think i met a lot of really good players through these organizations and it was good competition for sure to get into college so yeah, I mean, that's I mean, that's what you want. I mean, just the good competition. You can find it in Northern California. Absolutely. And, um, you know, I have some stats here from just your junior career uh, led the 2017 team to Monterey, Monterey Bay League Championship medalist at the 2017 championship, won the 2018 NCJ Women's Amateur Championship at Poppy Hills, making a 12 foot birdie putt on the last hole to win. That's I'm looking forward to getting into that um, in a little bit here and uh, qualified for the 2017 IMG Academy Junior Worlds and U.S. Women's Amateur in 2017. I mean, there's a pretty, pretty great accomplishments there to be able to get into those tournaments and qualify for those events and win that NCGA, um, you know, Women's Amateur at Poppy Hills, which is, you know, 
very close to home for you. Um, and I mean, after looking at your career and your, you know, your resume and the success that you found and what was the highlight of your junior career, would you say from your viewpoint? I think the highlight of my junior career was actually going to junior worlds and yeah. being able to be exposed to players all over the world. And mm -hmm. that's actually where I met my college coach now. So that was a good experience, just being able to play under that pressure. I actually played really well when they watched. So it was a lot of fun to, yeah. you know, show off a little bit. <laughs> and yeah, it, it was cool. I mean, the experience was there. I mean, it just being in that high level field at that age was really cool. And playing good in front of the college coaches, that'll help. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it's, I know those junior worlds, I mean, they're still really big nowadays. I mean, people come from all kinds of countries to come play in that tournament. So it's, it's great to get that, you know, experience, like you said, at a young age. And okay. I mean, that's just, that's really cool. And congratulations on being able to accomplish that and, um, and just everything else that you've done, you know, something I kind of wanted to talk about was that us women's amateur that you qualified for, um, you know, at San Diego country club. I mean, USGA events are, you know, very elite tournaments to play in. And what did that mean for you to qualify for that event and, you know, to be able to go play in that event against, you know, once again, some of the best players in the world? Yeah, I mean, it meant a lot going with my dad as my caddy. He he and I were really excited about this experience. I mean, I was this year was actually a good year for me. And obviously, like this is the time where college coaches are reaching out or you're reaching out to them. And yeah, I mean, it was a good experience overall. I think I mean, I didn't play that well as as well as I wanted to. But overall, just being around those high level players, as I said, is just the way to kind of see where you are and where you can get to and usga events are always always very fun and very big and they treat you very well there and it was really cool experience for sure it, it seems like usga events are like what everybody kind of what every amateur wants to play in i mean that's and it's to be able to add that to your resume for college coaches to look at that it's like us women's amateur here she's a player um, you know, just to be able to get into that tournament is, you know, very special. And, um, yeah. once again, just congratulations on that accomplishment and being able to play in that tournament. And, um, and an another tournament that I'm really curious about is that NCJ women's amateur at Poppy Hills. I'm sure that was kind of a special moment for you and something that you will always remember. Um, I mean, I just being close to home Poppy Hills, what was it like playing in that tournament before you even, you know, made the putt on the last hole and stuff. It was a cool experience for sure. I mean, I played that tournament over and every year because it's so close to home. Why not? I yeah, play why not? any tournament I can, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I think, yeah, I mean, the weather's always iffy, you know, in Pebble Beach, fog, delays and all. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I think the weather actually the last day wasn't that good. So I was like, okay, like it can be anyone's game today. Like, mm -hmm. you know, just got to stick it out. And I think it was, it was nice to have my friend on the bag and kind of, he kept me in, in the moment and not really worried about what, what was going on, what the other players were doing. And yeah, made that putt. I was like, oh, this could mean the difference between me and a playoff or me winning, you know, right. so one stroke, I think I was, I won by one. So it was kind of like, wow. okay, good. I made that putt and I didn't even know if it meant anything. Uh -huh. yet. Yeah. yeah. It was cool. 
it was probably maybe good that you didn't know you so you just made it and you didn't have to feel the pressure of like yeah. oh, i need this but yeah totally yeah <laughs> and uh, what was it like i mean like you said i mean it, it was very close to home you played in that tournament you know numerous times mm-hmm. and i mean did like were, were family members out there watching was it did you feel any sort of pressure knowing that you know it's just kind of like your hometown area or anything like that um, I don't think I felt really any pressure, um, but my parents do come out to like a lot of my tournaments. So they're out there watching and gotcha. it was nice to have like my high school friend on the bag. It was just, it felt very comfortable for me, I would say, you know, and I've been playing th- the courses around my area forever. So it was mm-hmm. more of if my game was there, you know, I- I'm good. And it's just up to the course and up to where I hit it and all, but yeah. I think overall it was not too much pressure, but it was very fun in in the sense too. Absolutely, and and to whenever you won that event, knowing that you know you played in numerous times, like you said, and and being from the area, what did it feel like that that winning moment? That I feel like in golf, it's kind of hard to get that winning moment, you know. But what did that feel like for you? I think it felt really good because I was still pretty young. I was still in high school, and yeah. And I know it It was only a two-day event, I think. But, I mean... A win's a win. <laughs> win is a win, yes. And, <laughs> yeah, and especially I was not... the Poppy Hills was not my favorite course, I would say. Gotcha. So, so, actually, it was kind of a good win for me. It was a confidence boost. And ever since then, I, I kind of got over my fear of the course. So, uh-huh. I think it led to good confidence that I have now at, at Poppy Hills. <laughs> yeah, that's any time you can kind of, you know, overtake a course that you felt uncomfortable or didn't like very much, let alone win a golf tournament at. Um, that It's really cool. And that little amount of confidence can go so far in the game of golf. And um, it's just it, congratulations on just the junior career you've had. I think it's just really, really special. And you've done a lot of really cool things that a lot of, you know, younger ladies would dream to accomplish so um you know really congratulations on your junior career and stuff thank you yeah absolutely and i mean obviously you know this was all added to your resume and you know things that coaches were able to look at you go into junior worlds and stuff like that and getting that exposure when did you start the recruiting process and kind of how did you go about the recruiting process So junior year of high school was kind of when I started emailing coaches and I actually wanted to stay in California. So I mainly emailed coaches in California. Yeah. And I mean, I wasn't really thinking about going anywhere else just because of the weather. And, you know, I'm from Monterey, so the weather (laughs) is great here. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, I didn't really use an agency for recruiting. I kind of just did it all on my own. But at that point, I wasn't Wagger ranked yet. I mm-hmm. didn't get exposure to too many big tournaments. So it was kind of hard um, for me, I would say. And my main interests were <laughs> California schools, as I said. And I wanted to either go to San Jose State or San Diego or UC Irvine, just kind of stay in Northern or Southern California. Gotcha. And then, like you said, I mean, there's the the weather in California. It's hard to come by in other states. And there's a lot of great programs in California. I mean, I know there's a lot, you know, in other states and stuff. But you look at you know, some of the women's programs in California, there's all up and down the state. You could go play somewhere and you'll get, you know, really good competition and stuff. Um, and I mean, and not only you were looking for some in California, was there something about like maybe just the program or university that 
that were you were really looking for or was it just you know mostly being in california um i would say close enough to home where it wasn't a far flight or drive right uh, but also the facility so i think one of the biggest game changers for me with san jose state was that their facility was really new yeah really nice and it it's right there next to school. So, I mean, I didn't have to travel far to practice. And that was a main, um, one of the main game changers for me. Yeah. Those practice facilities are insane. I remember when just the, uh, I don't even, the mark and you know, the, the mock-ups and stuff like that, and just kind of the blueprints of it all. I was like, well, that is like you said, game changer for a program like San Jose state. I mean, they, you know, they are, you know, they are a solid division one program and they, you know, they're, especially their women's train, their women's team is yeah. really good. Um, so just to be able to have those facilities so close are, you know, that's pretty cool. So it makes sense why that was a game changer for you. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think they took over the baseball and tennis fields for our golf facility. So they took <laughs> up a lot of land for it, for sure. Yeah, it's that is just so cool. And I'm yeah. looking forward to kind of get into that a little bit. And, um, you know, obviously San Jose State is where you ended up committing. Um, were there any other schools that you were kind of mingling with or was it like kind of sight set on San Jose? I was somewhat talking to a few schools in California other than San Jose State, but mm-hmm. it was more of I was a little too late to um, gotcha. get a scholarship offer that a good scholarship offer. Yeah, yeah, uh, something that fit fit your liking and stuff that and the ones that you needed. Yeah, exactly, yeah. and I think the biggest factor in my decision to go to San Jose State was actually the trust that they had in me that I can improve and. I could get better through their program and they could help me along the way as well. So just their belief in me actually made me more inclined to go there because they knew that there was something in me that I could get better and I could become one of the best players in college and do all, do all the things that I want to do. Absolutely. And, you know, to be able to have, you know, whenever a coach wants you to come play for them is a great feeling, but that belief that you're talking about, you know, that they believed in you and, you know, they wanted you to be, you know, be a part of the program. That's, it's a really special feeling and it makes sense why you wanted to go there. And um, I mean, obviously you're, you know, you've played, you know, numerous years at San Jose state. Now you're kind of on the tail end of your college career a little bit. Um, But what have your experiences been like at San Jose state so far? Like what all comes along with being a golfer there and, You know, how would you say your years at San Jose State have been? I think my years have been great, actually. I stayed here all five years, so obviously there was something good about the program that I really liked. Right. (laughs) Yeah. I think overall our schedule is great. We we have workouts three days a week, and I, I love lifting, so it's something that I really enjoy and love going in there, even though it's at seven in the morning, still still want to wake up and get get the grind on. But I think that overall, my experience has been great because of my coaches. And also just the team dynamics have always been there. And everyone's been very welcoming. And we've all been getting along really well. I mean, we used to have um, our assistant coach used to be Pat Hurst, my first couple. So that was really cool. I mean, it's just really exciting. And I think that we're all Uh, focused on a main goal we're all focused on getting better getting stronger and we're all there and centered in the one goal together so it's really cool 
Yeah, it's great to have that team chemistry. And I mean, the the women's program, like I said, at San Jose State is, you know, it's no joke. I mean, you guys are, you know, serious players. And to be able to have that chemistry and like you said, all one goal and stuff is, you know, it's pretty special to have. And um, yeah, I mean, having an assistant coach like Pat Hurst is, you know, whenever I was going through and I'm looking, you know, doing my research, I like there's a picture of you and her and you're like, whoa, like, that's pretty cool. <laughs> Yeah, it felt so like normal just having her there and just texting her here and there about practice or whatever. It it was really cool to have a good relationship with her. Absolutely. And, you know, I just have some stats just from your years at San Jose State and you progressively got better over your years, literally kind of like what you were saying, you know, somebody to kind of trust you and stuff. And freshman year scoring average 77.27, sophomore 73.86. That's a huge jump, huge jump. Then you got down into the 72 Ranger junior and senior year, and you've been a main contributor to the team. I mean, you, I mean, this last semester you had a tied second finish at Stanford's event. That's a great finish. Uh, tied seventh at, you know, in Illinois, the women's invitational and stuff. I mean, just really great finishes here in your last year of college golf. I mean, what are some of the differences that you've seen between your junior golf experience to division one golf experience? I would say the biggest difference was just the team aspect in junior golf. It's kind of like you're on your own, you, you meet people on your own, but as far as college golf, you're, you're there with your team. You're there. um, You have people rooting you on, you have your coaches, you have your teammates and everyone is there supporting each other. And I think that's the biggest thing is instead of being on your own, you're kind of have your teammates and maybe In, in junior golf, it was like your parents always going with you to tournaments, but now it's you have your coaches and your teammates um, traveling all over all over the world. Actually, we we played in I think my freshman year we played or sophomore year we played in Cabo. So that was cool. Wow. We just go everywhere. It's super fun. We're going to take a quick break to get a word in from our sponsors. Scrambling with Delonado is sponsored by our friends over at Putt View Books. Putt View Books makes yardage and green books that are used by the best junior, college, amateur, and professional golfers in the world and are designed with the assistance of world-renowned golf coach Phil Kenyon and can be made for over 30,000 golf courses. The amount of precision that's put into each yardage and green book is impeccable and Cordy from Golf Science Lab says they're clear, simple, and very useful. If you want a yardage or green book, head over to their website at puttviewbooks.com and check them out on Instagram at puttviewbooks. That is just so cool. And, you know, it's because like you said, I mean, in junior golf, it's kind of maybe more so yourself and your parents. But, you know, golf is an individual sport. But once you get that team aspect in college golf, it's just like traveling, you know, to Cabo with a team like, you know, as tight knit as you're talking about. That's those are experiences you'll never forget. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, I think one of the fun um, events that I played last year was or last summer was Palmer Cup. And that's kind of like a super team aspect. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. so much fun. (laughs) The Palmer Cup team is and that's a huge accomplishment to play in. And I mean, to be able to get all the all the gear and stuff like that is just so cool. And, you know, congratulations on, you know, being a part of the Palmer Cup team. That's a huge accomplishment. And um. You know, I think it's just really cool to see your progress because, 
I mean, that's a big jump going from 77 scoring average to 72. Like the program at San Jose State, I'm just kind of thinking of this now. What what allowed you to really make that big of a jump in your game from from the beginning to now? I think just having the coaches that I did have in the beginning of the year, I mean, Dana and Pat together helping me on my short game, which was probably one of my weakest parts of my game. Now it's probably one of my strongest. So I think just having them helping me and believing in me every day at practice, our practices are very focused on short game. So just getting the technique right, just getting everything more solid helped me have more confidence out there on the course. And I think just using, just taking advantage of the facility was one of the biggest parts that helped me. And yeah, yeah, that is just, you know, to be able to take advantage of those, those facilities to have the people, you know, to, because like whenever you're a junior golfer, it's very much. So you're just going out there and doing your own thing. Like, like you said, and now that you have these coaches that are, going to stand there with you for hours on in and help you and they want you know they they believe in you like you said that's it's just really cool to be able to see i mean that literally you went there you got the access of the facilities the coaches and it's just developed you to the player you are now i think that is just really cool and it really tells a lot about the program at san jose state so i just congratulations on that and being able to have that access and stuff is it's really cool and not only i feel i'm just kind of thinking of this now but i mean not only like have have you progressed as well but the program at san jose state is you know very serious i mean you have some really good ladies on the team and stuff what's it like seeing you know the team go from you know being a very solid team when you first got there to now i mean you guys are competing at national championships and stuff yeah, I mean, my freshman year it was actually really cool because we did qualify for nationals and it was that blessing. So, wow. we, yeah, we got a really good experience my big the beginning while I was there. But I would say we're now in contention to win the nationals from mm-hmm. from my freshman year. We are kind of trying to qualify, if, if that makes sense. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I think over the years, we've progressed so much as a team and it's showing in our team chemistry, like our, um, the way we get along with our coaches, it's really helped us get to where we are now. Gotcha. It is just so cool. I mean, last year making match play and stuff. And like you said, now you're competing to win, you know, a national championship. And I'm sure you ladies are giving it everything you got this year, especially, you know, this being kind of your, your last semester of college golf. Um, but I mean, with the awesome results that you've had from this past semester, and obviously you're on break right now, but you know, it's going to be starting up here pretty soon. Um, you know, what are some of your goals that you have for, you know, just the remainder of your college career or maybe for, you know, just this next semester? I would say I am, I just got my invitation for Augusta. So that is so awesome. Yeah. So I'm excited. I want to try to give it a good run on my last run there and then probably try to uh, qualify for another Palmer cup. Cause this would probably be my last year. Uh-huh. Um, I would also like to win a tournament. So I've, I've been close every time, but just take it, taken second. So I want to try to win one in my last semester. Um, it's hard, but you know, it's, it's doable. So I'm excited. And then kind of keep my average scoring average around 70 or below. I mm-hmm. think right now I'm around 70.3 or something like that. So I want to wow. try to get it 
a little bit lower and see what's going see what I can do this semester. Absolutely. I mean, just giving it all you got, like you said, and, you know, and, and, and being invited, you know, back to the ANWA and stuff and giving that a go. I mean, just a lot of exciting stuff, you know, happening for you and stuff that's going to be happening this next semester. I'm really excited for you there. And um, uh, what's it like, like knowing this is going to be your last semester of college golf? It, it feels weird for sure. I mean, I've been here for five years, but it felt like it went by fast. I mean, with COVID not playing for a whole year, basically, it was, it's been crazy. It's been crazy fast, I would say. Like in the beginning, I'm like, oh, I would want it to be over, but now right. I want it to slow down. <laughs> You're all, can I come back another year? Is there another year we can get in there somehow? Yeah, right. <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I will be finishing grad school for a two-year program. So I'll be finishing grad school next year. So I actually have another year just being around the team and around the facility in San Jose. But yeah, so it's it's bittersweet for sure. Absolutely. I'm sure it is. But it's nice that you'll be able to, you know, stick around for a little bit longer and yeah. kind of be around the team and stuff. And have you put, you know, I know you have a lot going to be happening this next semester and stuff, but have you thought about like after college, like is professional golf something you are looking to do or, you know, what are your thoughts about that? Yeah, I actually do want to turn professional. I mean, with grad school still being next year, I I might just, you know, do Q school and see how Q school goes and, yeah. and kind of take it slow as I'm finishing school and then figure out what tour I want to play on and what I want to do with. But I do want to turn professional for sure. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's super exciting stuff. And to be able to have, you know, that access to the facilities is, uh, I mean, that's, yeah, that's a lot of things are different when you turn pro stuff and stuff like that. So, um, you know, being able to have practice facilities like that is that's huge. So that's it's great. You have that. <laughs> yeah. And we're heading to the next section of the show here. Um, you know, I just called the ham and egg section. Just ask some for fun questions, get to know you a little bit more. Um, you know, the first one is, you know, about that Patriot All-America Invitational Tournament that, you know, you won against a very elite field in Arizona. Um Tell us about that week and what did it mean to play for, you know, something bigger than the bigger than you or San Jose State or stuff like that? Yeah, I mean, the week was amazing. I went on to win in a four hole playoff with an Eagles. So that was really cool. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I mean, the whole tournament was focused on the fallen soldier we carried on our bags. And for me, my. Um, bag was in honor of Sergeant Jose Regalado. And it meant a lot for me to carry this bag and, you know, play for those who made the ultimate sacrifice for our country. And my grandpa was actually in the military. So it meant a lot to play in this tournament for him. And, you know, it's it's so cool to have won a college tournament that was basically us playing for more than ourselves. So, I mean, it showed me that I could win a big tournament like this and play against a strong field and do it for not only myself. So it was really, really cool. Absolutely. And, you know, it's just really cool to be able to play an event like that, let alone win it in a four hole, four hole playoff. And, you know, looking back, I've seen videos and, you know, there was this one video of I don't even know who's taking the video, but, it, you know, you're you're hitting the putt and they're just like get in the hole, get in the hole and you make it. And it's just like, you know, everybody kind of goes a little crazy there. And, um, but it's really cool to be able to play for a fallen soldier, like you said, and, um, you know, and, you know, very thankful that, you know, your family member there has, um, you know, 
was in the service and stuff like that. And it, it just meant that much more to you to be able to go and play in there. So um, what was that winning feeling like? I mean, to be able to be in such an elite tournament and come out on top. I mean, it felt great. I I haven't won a big tournament like this yet. So it it definitely gives me confidence going into the next uh, going into next semester. I mean, um, against an elite field um, with this being the second year of it being for fem- uh, for women. It's yeah. really cool. I mean, it was exciting in a in a four hole playoff, too, which was really cool. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's what that's everything. The the tension, you know, the intensity levels are just through the roof. And to be able to come out on top is just really cool. And congratulations on that week. And I'm sure, you know, this it was a great way to start the year. And this is only going to lead into, you know, I, I really hope in a great semester for you to finish off your college career here. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah so cool. Um, and next question I have for, for you is kind of like, I'm always curious about the most nervous moment golfers have because there's so many different ones out there and stuff, but is there a moment that you can kind of think about when you were the most nervous? I would say in, in like, as far as moments, I would say before my first round, just because, um, it hasn't the tournament hasn't started and you know you don't know what to expect and everything's kind of like you're you're like all right I'm ready ready mm-hmm. to go I would say also like the final holes of the final round sometimes are a little bit nerve-wracking but I think kind of focusing on your deep breaths kind of focusing on keeping a positive mindset is important for me and staying in, committed to my process and um, not focusing on outcome. I think that was the biggest thing for me during the tournament, during that tournament and over my career is just staying focused and committed to my process. Yeah, I think because, you know, you do your pre-shot routine, your process and stuff, how yeah. many times you can do it in your sleep. Yeah, and it's just kind of like it, it just kind of resets you to know that, OK, I'm doing everything that I normally do here, you know, so yeah. that's it's great insight, though. I, I love hearing what people do to calm themselves down because, Man, when those nerves get going, just things can go crazy fast. Exactly. I mean, we've been playing the game for so long. It's like, this is the game you love. You have the freedom to just go out and play and just you're playing golf. It's what you've been doing forever. And I think that's the biggest thing is just being able to go out there and just enjoy it and be free with it and play golf like you know you do (laughs) exactly right yeah Yeah, exactly and just trying to take that pressure off as much as you can because like you said you know you're just it's a game we played for so long you just want to go out there and have fun so um but it's really cool to hear the most nervous you know the nervous moments you have and what you do to kind of calm yourself down and stuff yeah um and you know, uh, the next question i have here for you is kind of just about the game of golf overall i mean the game of golf is something we all love playing, but yet there's a lot of ups and downs and, you know, frustrating and rewarding moments though. Um, You know, is there a reason why you enjoy or play the game of golf? So I would say like, I, I enjoy playing the game of golf because of the passion and the strive I have to get better every day and practice on different things every day. I mean, there's always something you can practice. You can never be perfect at it and you can never really be bored with it. I would say like over my four years of playing in college golf, it's been more important to hit it farther as a, as a girl. I mean, um, courses are getting longer and the farther you hit it, the shorter club you have in. And I would say like my progress as far as um, club head speed was something that I had 
a lot of passion for um, in the gym, you know, working on speed six or whatever it is that yeah, yeah. Um, helps with speed. I, I went from um, 97 to 107 over my five years. So all right. It's an accomplishment for sure. I mean, yeah. get into the hundreds is really cool for me and just being able to kind of keep working at it and finding ways to get stronger and, and better at golf in general is just something that I really enjoy. Yeah. I mean, it, it, I can just tell from, you know, the passion that, you know, just from what you're saying, I mean, you truly enjoy the process of things and, and seeing the outcome of, you know, of the work that you've been putting in. And I mean, yeah. I, I just, I, I just, I just think it is so cool to see how you have developed. I, I just looking at, just looking at the numbers and hearing, you know, your experiences and stuff. I think that is just so cool. And I don't know. I just, I'm super just proud of you. And I've, we've only been talking for 40 minutes here, but it's just really cool, you know, to just hear kind of how you progress and stuff and to hear the passion you have for the game of golf is it's a lot, a lot of people get, you know, can get burnt out and stuff, but it seems like you, you just love it. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I, I love like I love practicing and, you know, a lot of people don't like practicing, but I, I just like getting better. And, you know, um, it's all about progression and just finding the little things that you want to get better at every day. And and I just love that that urge to kind of go out there and practice the next day and go to the gym. And I know I just it's great motivation for me, for sure. Absolutely. That is just really good to have that kind of attitude and that drive because it's like I said, you know, a lot of people are on the can be on the other side of it. So um yeah, it's really cool to hear the drive that you have and that'll spill over into just life in general, the drive you have. So it's really cool. It's really cool to hear that. <laughs> and the next question I have here for you is kind of about junior golfers. I mean, I you were once a junior golfer and you know you've done a lot of really cool things in the game of golf. Do you have any advice for junior golfers out there that are looking to focus on something with their game or better their chances at getting recruited? I would say the biggest thing for getting recruited and junior golfers would be playing in bigger tournaments. I think that gives you exposure, even though it's hard to travel to a lot of these tournaments, maybe here and there playing in an AJGA or two would help. I mean, I did it myself, but I would say that actually helped a lot in the process because of the exposure of college coaches actually going to those tournaments to watch players play. Um, I think also as a junior golfer, it's important to kind of get ready for what you're going to do in the gym. Um, I mean, as a junior golfer, it's important to get ready and know what you're going to expect in college and right. kind of start doing golf focus workouts and lifting and knowing what to do so that when you get to college, you're not just totally lost. And yeah, I mean, I think that's a, that's a big thing. I mean, the the younger you start the more it'll become part of your routine for sure. absolutely like the gym stuff definitely because i mean it a lot of junior golfers don't even think about that stuff they just think oh i just go i'll just play, play golf and this and that but the game of golf has really evolved into you know the gym and stuff and swing speed like you talked about so that's uh, great advice for junior golfers out there i think and, and to you know getting good tournaments and stuff if you can but yet if you can't, you can still find a competition. So Definitely. Definitely. yeah, that's great advice. Really glad you brought those up. Yeah. Next question I have here is kind of like 
a what's in the bag. I'm always been a big kind of club junkie, knowing what the players are playing out there. You know, maybe give us a little what's in the bag for, you know, for yourself. And is there a manufacturer you like to use mainly or do you just kind of use whatever works? Um, so I'm mainly tailor-made. I actually have the Stealth Driver with the Ventus Black Shaft and then my 5 and 3 wood with the Ventus Red Shaft. Gotcha. And then my 4 Hybrid is a has a Tour AD um, orange shaft in it. And mm-hmm. then my irons are P770s from A-Wedge to uh, 5 iron and with the Dynamic Gold 105s. Nice. And, stiff. and then I have the Spider X Putter. And and yeah, <laughs> great putter. And then I have the 58 with eight bounce, and then my 54 is 13 bounce, and they're both um milled grind three tailor-made wedges. Gotcha, gotcha. And you got the Ventus black shaft because you got all that swing speed now. <laughs> yeah. You know, you gotta have that there, but it's just really cool to hear kind of what's in the bag and stuff. And the spider X putter, you just can't go away with that putter that putter is so good (laughs) yeah totally (laughs) and i mean have you always been a tailor-made you know gal growing up and stuff or was that kind of something you just evolved into uh mostly tailor-made yeah i mean obviously when you're younger you're kind of going through different brands and right you have a mixed bag of a bunch of things but of course i've been focused on tailor-made especially in my irons i've liked their irons a lot yeah gotcha gotcha that's pretty cool to be able to hear i like i just love hearing what people are playing and stuff like that so um you know what's in the bag is always cool to hear um and next one i have here is kind of you know out of all the wins and success you've had in the game of golf i mean what's the most memorable moment you've had in the game of golf i would say the most memorable moments have been actually having my family at my tournaments with me and just having their them watching me and being involved in my career in golf and I think that their support for me actually led me to the success I've had with them watching all the time and being so supportive of me it's helped me become more motivated with it and yeah you no, know, and and especially when you're at a tournament and you have them watching, it's kind of nice to hear the claps that they um, on when you make a birdie or, you know, the excitement that they have when you shoot a good round or, you know, mm-hmm. just seeing the emotions through them as well is just really cool to, you know, share my successes with them. And it's just been very memorable for me to have them always there with me. That is so cool. And like you said, to be able to share the just your journey in the game of golf, whether it be good rounds, bad rounds or, you know, something crazy happens or something. That's really cool to be able to have them and and kind of, you know, get the claps in and stuff whenever you make a birdie and stuff. And, you know, that's just really cool to be able to have them there, you know, all that time and stuff. So, um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, at the Patriot All-America, they mm-hmm. were there. And my sister was watching my mom and my dad and my grandma. So they all watched every day and just saw every shot, every putt. And it was really cool to, you know, share that moment with them when I made that eagle to win. And, you know, my grandma was actually videotaping and 
my mom was like crying. My sister was like uh, smiling. My dad was on the bag. So he was with me like as we were shaking hands. And wow. it was just such a cool moment to have them all, all around. Even though there was a big crowd, it was kind of like I can hear my family because they stand out because they always are screaming louder than everybody else. <laughs> yeah, so absolutely. It's, it's so cool to have them there and just share like these amazing moments with them. And, and, you know, obviously that's something you can always play back in your head and that's something that they can always play back in their head too. I mean, they were there in the moment and it's cool that, that, like you just said, how, you know, there was a lot of people there yet you could still hear your parents over everybody else because, you know, you just, you recognize, you know, their cheering and stuff. And that is so cool. That is so cool to have that moment and congratulations on that. That is so cool. Thank you. That is so cool. Um, yeah. And to be able to just, obviously, whenever you play in front of your parents, you always want to, you know, do well and, and play well in front of them. But to be able to do it on that stage in a playoff, and that is so cool. That yeah. is so awesome. Yeah. It was a great moment to share with them, for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, we're heading to the last question here. I mean, I always like to kind of bring it back to people that have supported you and inspired you in the game of golf and stuff. But, you know, is is there, you know, a group of a group of people or person that has really inspired you to the person slash golfer you are today? I would say the person that inspired me the most was actually my dad. And <laughs> He was always the one who pushed me to practice, even though I didn't want to. I, when I was younger, it's hard to have motivation because you're always just with your dad at practicing or your mom or your parents and you, you're you making friends, but you're still kind of staying with your parents and trying to, you know, uh, learn the game of golf through them or through your coach. But I think that I am the golfer and person I am today because of him, the way he pushed me to be better each and every day. I think it wasn't like a necessarily a force of him trying to make me practice, but I think the motivation to go out there and he's always telling me, you know, you know, you want to get better every day. You got to get out there and practice, even if you don't want to, or even if it's just hitting into your net in the backyard, it's, just little things like that always make the biggest difference. So I would say my dad was the one who inspired me the most. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. When it's really cool to just have somebody that's, you know, like that, and they understand your goals and your drive to want to get better. So it's nice to have that, you know, constantly there saying, Hey, you know, you want to get better, this and that, you know, you got it. You got to go do it. Like you said, not in a pressure way, but just in a, in a motivating way. And, um, but it's great to to kind of give I'm sure you give a lot of credit and thanks to your family and your dad and stuff for all that they've done. But it's nice to to put it out there as much as you can. So because it's the game of golf, it takes a lot of support. That's for sure. So definitely, definitely, yeah, definitely does. But um, well, that'll wrap up this week's episode of Scrambling with Delonato. Antonia, thank you so much for coming on here and just telling your golf journey and your experiences and stuff. And I'm really looking forward to not only how you do this next semester and, you know, the team at San Jose state is just going to be really special. Thank you, Dylan. It was really fun for sure. Absolutely. Have a good one, everybody. Hey everyone. Thanks again for listening to this week's episode of scrambling with Dylan auto. Just want to let you guys know, I create an Instagram for the podcast called scrambling podcast. You can head over there, follow for updates on the episodes, as well as material that I'll be talking about in the episodes like videos or photos. So you can check them out there and get a little more insight on the episodes. Thanks again for listening and have a good one.